Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we're doing things a little differently. We have Jared Beanie from Orgone Effects Australia coming on the show. Now he's an intuitive building biologist. Yes, I didn't even know that was a job either, but it's very interesting. We have a talk about the radiation that we're exposed to in our daily lives. Like, should we be worried about our phones, Wi-Fi, power lines, phone towers, even the appliances in our home? We also have a talk about 5G. Is it good? Is it bad? Should we be worried? It's so interesting and I learn a lot from it and I hope you do too. So let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our new Patreons, Irene and Bev. If you would like to support us too and receive free and behind the scenes stuff for as little as $4 a month, go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash rave it up. Now let's get into the interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Jared, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on the show finally. How are you going today? Good, good. Great to be here. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. You're very welcome. I, I love your products, so I definitely wanted to promote them more. <laughs> I, I do, I've got to say, like, this is a very different interview than what we usually do. Obviously, we interview a lot of celebrities, but I really wanted to chat to you today just to kind of bring awareness to the facts about EMRs so that we can start helping, you know, protect everyone's health, especially in this day and age when we've got electricity and like technology around us all the time, like our phones and Wi-Fi and things like that. And a lot of people do not know that there's electromagnetic radiation coming off them. So you've been an intuitive building biologist for over 20 years. I didn't even know that was a job, by the way. That sounds really cool. Congratulations as well with 20 years. That's a milestone, I, I would say. Can you please tell us, because a lot of us wouldn't know, including me, what does that job entail? <laughs> what is an intuitive okay. building biologist? A, a building biologist basically is someone who goes to vis- visits properties, generally houses these days, um, and businesses, and we look at all the different radiation aspects that are going on in the building. And as an intuitive, I also look at how the different radiation fields are affecting the individuals in the house. Mm. Um, a building biologist normally uses EMF meters, but the problem with EMF meters is that they don't show what's really going on as far as what I call charged fields which are the real harmful fields in a house, which have a positive charge. Mm. EMF meters don't show that correctly. Um, So I look at, in my consultancy work, I look at everything to do with earth radiation because earth radiation causes geopathic stress in the body, which is a bigger concern than, say, 
uh, radio frequency radiation than, say, from a, a Wi-Fi router or something like that. I look at electrical radiation appliances, naturally Wi-Fi, smart meters, things like that, inverters. Also look at human-generated radiation, and human-generated radiation is a huge big Pandora's box that I've opened over the last 20 years that most of the other building biologists around the world who use EMF meters have, have absolutely no, no knowledge about. And human-generated radiation is our biggest danger. So I look at all the human-generated issues in the house. Um, that's what a building biologist does in a house or a, a, a business, no matter, anywhere. And what are some examples of the human-generated? Oh, human-generated is interesting. It's called, what, what's called, what, it, what it's called is bioplasmic radiation. And um, a good example would be um, someone that's not emotionally stable and physically unwell, means that, that means that their meridian energy is down, which means that the energy to the organs is depleted. Mm. The biofield, your energy field around the body, which is made up of the energetics of your vital organs, that instead of having what we call a negative charge, like so that call that similar to negative iron, and people know what salt lamps do, they produce a nice energy field, which is a negative iron, which is actually really a negatively charged field. Mm. Our biofilms, when we're happy and healthy, produces a negatively charged field. And that's that has an emotion to it, which is a, an uplifting emotion. So the people who are unhealthy and unwell and don't have good emotional stability, their biofields have a positive charge. So their biofield becomes a harmful radiation field. Huh. And so, you know, there's different aspects of that. So, for example, you know, a lot of women complain, especially sensitive women, they, they complain when they go to a shopping centre or it doesn't need to be a shopping centre, into, into any space where there's a lot of people, they feel claustrophobic and they feel affected by the energy. And that's because when you get a lot of people together, as in this day and age, there's a great majority, high chance that the great majority of those people in that space, their biofield is going to be producing a positive charge. And when that happens, that one creates an imprint of radiation in the space, but also sends a charge down into the ground, which people don't know about, and it causes a form of earth radiation. It causes what they call a geoelectric current to go through the ground, which in turn causes radiation to come up out of the ground to about a metre and a half if it's outside. Wow. But inside a building, that radiation, that charge, fully engulfs the building. But you can't read that with an EMF meter. So that's, what, that's a good example of um, the lower end of the scale as far as human-generated radiation. At the other end, at the worst end, is, is bioplasmic radiation caused by the emotional pain body charge at the time of death. And it sounds like a big thing, but not, you know, not everyone when they pass, passes like a yogi sitting in a, in a samadhi state. Um, people, you know, die in all sorts of situations. It's a terrible thing to talk about, but it's a reality. Yeah. And so the emotional pain body charge at the time of death causes a bioplasmic radiation feel which actually goes in through the ground as a geoelectric charge which fills a whole building with, radi with a radiation charge and it lasts forever as well 
it, it does last forever. However, you know, I, with my geoclins and my stellodomes and things like that, after 20 years of experience and also 20 years of manufacturing products too, and that I started making products for my consultancy work, not to market on the internet, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it was for me, for me to use. And a lot of our products were actually made for me, for me to use. Um, That's good. That's good. So, to start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, if you're living in a house where someone has died on the land or died on the property beforehand, if you've got your wits about you, you'll feel that something's not quite right in the house. And then you might get some ghosty activity, which is just energy trapped in the house from the, the bioplasmic imprint. As in, you might get you know footsteps at night time, or you might get um, someone sitting on the bed, but there's no one there. There's all sorts of scenarios there. Like it's quite funny too. The majority of my consultancy work, in-house consultancy work, is in houses where there has been a death on the property, and someone within the household has been upset by the energy or has been made very, very ill by the energy because, as we say, you know, radiation does, a, does affect our health and well-being, especially emotional well-being too. Mm-hmm. So someone's playing up in the house or being affected. And so eventually they think, oh, well, maybe we'll get someone to look at the energetics and they get me in. And before I even get there, because I, I would have read the property on Google Earth before I go to a consult, I'll know what's going on anyway. And, you know, most people are aware that there's stuff going on. Other people are totally unaware that there would have been a death on the property in the past. And when I get there and I'm saying, you know, in that corner over there or out the backyard or whatever, something's happened and they've got this charge in the air, um, people are a little bit surprised because it's, it, it's, it's not the normal thing, if you know what I mean. It's a little yeah, bit way out there. To but talk about. <laughs> no, but it, it's a huge reality because, you know, like, as I said before, I read people's properties with Google Earth. I've been doing that for a long, long time, especially through the last 12 months. Like, you weren't allowed out to go to a consult, if you know what I yes. mean. And we were in Victoria, you know, sorry, Victoria. Um, and like a lot of, so that meant a lot of my consultancy work was done over the phone using Google Earth. Mm. And you know, eight out of ten properties have had a, a death on the property. Wow! And we're living in the land which, yeah, we're living. It's interesting. We're living on the land where the Aboriginals were, were living. Um, all our major capital cities were based around higher Aboriginal population areas. We all know what happened to the Aboriginals um, when the English came along, or whoever. And there are lots and lots and lots of death imprints of Aboriginals in our suburbs and, and capital cities. And then you get things like the older the city gets, the more the um, the higher the chance of having had someone die in the houses in the very, very old suburbs, like you know, Launceston, for example, or South Melbourne in, in Melbourne, or where are you? You're in Sydney, aren't you? Yeah, in the Hills District of Sydney. Yeah, so, so Paddington's very old, you know. Mm. I've done a lot of um, consultancy work over, over the phone with Google Earth in, in Paddington, and those are very, very old, beautiful terrace houses. There's lots of stuff that's gone on over the years because 80 to 100, 100 years ago, we didn't have micro-ambulances. If, if we didn't have medical centres everywhere. If, if something happened to, to old George, he just dropped dead in the backyard, you know, mm. or got sicker and sicker and sicker, or you get, you get that situation. So... It is, it is 
probably our, our number one radiation issue. Like everyone's running around scared of 5G at the moment and the bioplasmic radiation from a death on the property and what you get there is as bad as or, or if not worse than what you can get with 5G. Wow. Okay. Thank goodness for you and your products then, right? (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people haven't even thought about this as a job. So I'd love to know, how did you get into this field yourself? Is there like a university course that people can do or get trained by you? I I was taught in the beginning by members of the Dowsing Society in Melbourne because the art of dowsing is the original method for determining earth radiation lines, how, how good or bad they are. Um, and it goes back 400 years, even if, if not longer. Mm. Um, some say it it came from Germany and building biology as it is really came out of Germany. The, the Europeans were really big on the energies in their houses and what was going on. They had a great greater um, awareness of what we, we tended to do. Um, so I was taught by members of the Dowsing Society and how I got in contact with them was I had a, a fascination for all the things out there and a bit strange. And one of them was the dowsing. And, you know, the sceptics hate, hate dowsing. They, they, people are all, all over it trying to, you know, make all sorts of accusations. But it is a science and it is, a, is an art and can be explained. So I taught myself to dowse many, many years ago, then started to look at friends and families' properties and, and use them as practices, so to speak, yeah. got knowledge of from members of the Dowsing Society who have been doing it for a long time, they thought they knew everything, but they only knew that much. And over the last 20 years, I've been unravelling everything to get the full picture. And so now, you know, 20 years later, I can look at a, a, a property, say on Google Earth or go to a property and pick out all these different types of energy fields that the average person would have no idea that they actually existed. Yeah. And would have no idea of how they're actually phys- affecting them physically, but also emotionally. Mm. But as far as schools, as far as schools go, now I was self-taught. There are building biology schools around now, but they teach to be non-intuitive. It's a little bit like the skeptics are in control, and they allow them to control them because they're in fear of the skeptics. It's a really weird, weird bizarre thing. Um, I'm the only one that's doing it intuitively. I've taught people in the past and I do run my own courses, but the last couple of years have been like with COVID and, you know, just generally, you know, running a business because we have a manufacturing facility and a factory down here in Somerville on the peninsula. And we employ staff and, you know, I've got to run the whole thing and make sure that stock's made and stock levels are kept up, you know, all the business stuff. Um, Last couple of years, I just haven't done any courses, but, hopefully next year I'll I'll be able to get back into them because it is a fascinating subject. And, like, for example, we've got Mind, Body, Spirit in Sydney coming up later this week. Yeah, I'm coming to it. Um, You're going to be there, are you? Yeah, 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 we're we're always there. Like, we're expo junkies. Um, Oh, fantastic. Well, come and say hi. (laughs) Yeah, we've been doing expos uh, since 2006, 7, no, no, 2007, 2006. Um, so with MBS, I think I've got four speaking positions. Oh, fantastic. And um, people are just fascinated by the subject. It's, it's an interesting subject. It's, um, you know, especially when people, some people like the ghosty stuff. And <laughs> I've even had, um, I've even run 
Zoom webinars, which we record and put on our website. We ran one, one, ran one I think, earlier this year or late last year about haunted houses. Mm. And that, that, that attracted a lot of attention because sure. everyone likes, likes a little little spooky story. And I've, got, I've had so many houses I've been to, where, as I said before, where people died in them. And there's, there's been some pretty spooky stuff going on too. Oh, I can't, well, I can't wait to come along. Are you doing a speech like that? Because I want to hear all the spooky stories. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do one for you if you want. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've, definitely. I've got, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe later on in the interview, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you said you've always been into like the bit of the bit of the weirder stuff. Were there any other careers that you wanted to pursue as well before finding this incredible job? Well, I was working in the commercial construction industry. I sort of, I sort of that sort of led me into what I was doing now. Yeah. And I did specialise in some areas of building rehabilitation. So I was in a lot of old buildings here in, the, in, in that past life, if you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> and so coming from that, and I was, I was, I was, well, I was working in the construction industry, I was working for a specialist supplier of um, concrete uh, construction or civil, civil engineering products. So it's quite technical and very scientific. Which is really weird to be, you know, in that direction. Then all of a sudden you're playing with, with pendulums and and feeling the energy of crystals and playing with things like that. Yes. And actually, to tell the truth, the one person who really inspired me in a way was an engineer who worked for the company. Oh, popular. <laughs> Hang on, um, engineer who worked for the company I worked for before I started my building biology career. And he, even though he was an engineer, he was a Reiki master. He was a masseur. Ooh. He was a, he was a dowser. It was really really quite funny. Well, I, I like Reiki Reiki people as well, and what they do is incredible. So it's good. To oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's energy. It's yeah. interesting too because I can when I have have a conversation with these Reiki people, they. I, could, I explain what they're doing in a scientific or as near to a scientific manner as possible. I like to be very, very grounded because this can be very, very airy-fairy, if you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> and you know, they, they, their jaws drop. I, I had an Indian taxi driver about a month ago and he had a photo of Ganesh on his dash. I said, oh, I like Ganesh because, well, I know who Ganesh is. <laughs> and I was explaining to him the energetics of meditation and energetics of a temple or a mosque and things like that and this taxi driver didn't want, didn't want, didn't want to let me out of the car he was just you know give me more give me more yeah. <laughs> they understand it one way i understand it another way so we marry them together which you know he would have really just appreciated learning all this new stuff that he might not have known well there was a lot of things that came out of the conversation which they sort of take for he, he had taken for granted mm. like i said to him you know if you go into a temple has a negative charge. You can see what's that? And said that's a technical term for the spiritual energy, and that's created by the mindsets and sincerity of those who partake in going to the temple, being a Hindu temple, mm-hmm. and it gives it that energy and it stays there. It's always like that. So when you go there, you're immersed in that um, spiritual energy, which technically has a, a strong negative charge, which is very, very healthy it's a very happy energy it has a good emotion to it so i was sort of 
he 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 assumed all that stuff because it was taken for granted. We didn't know what was actually really going on. Yeah, it's the it's the energy that we wish were around all the time. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So the products I make emulate that so-called spiritual energy you get, say, in a church or a mosque or a temple or whatever. And ninety nine point nine percent of them are really really good. Um, because that negative charge neutralizes the positive charge of the harmful radiation fields. Yeah, because you're talking about the harmful positive charge. So I'm guessing with your products, it gives off that negative charge. And that's, that's exactly what it is. It. Yep, and that's, that's, that's a, like um, the science behind it in layman's terms. <laughs> yeah, that's a, they're the, the, the frequencies of nature. Like you go out into um, um, like a forest or bush. something. Yeah. Or go to the, like they've got snow in Victoria now. You go when there's, when there's, Going to the countryside with the, or the mountains with all that snow, and the snow produces a negative charge. Just you feel uplifted. Yeah, yeah, feel you feel great. You feel you recharge. You relax. Mm. Kind of like because because you've heard you've heard about grounding as well. You know, being yep. in nature and you know maybe walking barefoot on grass and everything is that kind of doing the same thing for us as well. It's it's so, an interesting one there because the people who sell the grounding products mislead the public. A few years ago and i i was all over them like a rash like i even wrote a a blog eight to ten years ago about the dangers of using earthing products oh, okay. and the reason i wrote that blog was i had all these health practitioners coming to me saying what do you think of earthing i'm saying i'm not saying anything because i could be seen to be my opinion would seem to, would seem to be biased because i'm a manufacturer and the earthing people were saying that neutralized radiation and i'm sitting there going no, it doesn't, because I, you know, I'd done the testing. I, I knew what I was talking about. So I'd say to these health practitioners, "Now you tell me what you think. I can't give my opinion. My opinion doesn't count." And they're all going, "Oh, all our clients who are using the earthing mats are all getting sicker and sicker." And so, well, say no more. I know what that. Are they doing instead? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and someone said, one, someone once said to me, and it was a woman called, I think it was Dr. Cheryl Selman. She's quite well known. She's an American naturopath that lives in Australia who wrote the book Hormone Heresy. Okay. Um, and she said to me, someone's got to say something about it because everyone's tiptoe, everyone was tiptoeing around going, shh, don't tell the earthing people. No, you know, not that. I thought, oh, bugger, I'll just write a blog. It doesn't exist on, on in cyberspace at the moment anymore. But, I took, took it down after a few years, but um, but that's different. To you know, being grounded means that you're 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 physically grounded in yourself. Mm. You're you you're, you're um you're what's the best word for it? You're spiritually grounded. Yes, you're in the right mindset. Which you can um, really only get actually out in nature. You can't in, in nature. Will give yeah, it. Make, it's, that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't necessarily mean walking around in the ground barefoot. If if you're in the right area in nature, work, walking around barefoot is great, especially on grass, because you know those with a grass blade, energy follows shape and form to the top, which has a negative charge. That's that stimulates the reflexology points on the underside of the feet, which is then going to stimulate nervous system and your meridian system is going to make you feel euphoric, very happy, very, very, with, you know, with yourself, not not separated, not thinking what's going on over there, what, what happened last week or what's happening next week type of thing. And it can still work even with wearing shoes, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Exactly. Hey guys, it's RJ from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. And your products also last a lifetime too, which I loved, you know, when I when I actually read that on your website before buying your products. But I was also really surprised. How does that work? Because, you know, in this day and age, we like literally have to replace everything after a while and, you know, recharge it's, them somehow. It's because of my intellectual property, my know-how, I've been doing it for such a long time. Um, and also, you know, we, to be realistic, we, we do keep, product samples that were made 20 years ago. I've got a geoclin somewhere that was a little black box that was made 20 years ago and occasionally we pull them out and test them. We know that, but they're still working. Wow. I've, got, I've got phone harmonizers I used to make myself on a, um, a laser printer, which I'd hook up to my equipment to frequency infuse it, which are, you know, 18, 19 years old. We've still got samples lying around with and that's another another way how we know that they'll last a long the lifetime. But by making that statement, it's sort of staying, saying to people, beware, because there are products out there which claim to be neutralizers or harmonizers that have a they say they have a life lifespan of two or three years. Mm. And I've tested a lot of those products and they never worked in the beginning. So where are they coming from with you know it's going to run, run out in two or three years? There's a you never, never accuse anyone of being dodgy. It's a wrong thing to do, but there's a big question mark going on there. Like, how does that happen? Mm, you've got to, you do have to question these things before you start, yeah, buying yeah. them, investing in them. Yeah. So since it's, creating your business, you've actually expanded overseas now as well and available in 20 different countries. Fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. Can you tell us about your journey with expanding a business? What challenges did you face that maybe we could oh. Oh, all sorts of challenges. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's it was a case of you start small and you slowly grow and grow and grow. Like I started just consulting and then I started making products for my consultancy work. I didn't have a website. You know, I, had, I'd make, I had an email address and nothing else. Um, I had some shops in Melbourne who were uh, spiritualist type of bookshops, crystal shops, you, you know, that type of thing. Um, who knew me and they would refer me to their clients because their clients would come in and say there's something going on or they'd, they'd share their their experiences with those the owners of those shops. So the, the, when they saw, an, saw a need, they'd ring me and say, can you ring so-and-so and go and look at a property, whatever. Yeah, so I developed the products for my consultancy work. Well, the GeoCleanse was just developed for, for, my, for my consultancy work. I didn't have a website. I was making mobile phone harmonisers you know, for myself and my family and, and my clients 
didn't have a website. I started making pendants, you know, for, for friends. And <laughs> yeah, 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 Michelle pendants. Um, and then eventually I got to a point where I thought, well, if I'm going to really, you know, step out and do this properly, and, and you know, I had a wife and three kids to feed and a mortgage to pay, um, you, you got to really, really sort of move on the whole idea. So I developed, or I had someone develop a website for me, version one. I think we're on version eight now. Wow. Um, and, you know, put the products up online and started, you know, getting better packaging and, um, and that's, you know, the whole branding thing from beginning to end. And I'd never done anything like that in my entire life. I had to learn how to do it. And then Thankfully, through the website, people from other countries started finding you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then people around the world started to find us because how we became popular is that we were very was that the kinesiologists out there and the bioresonance practitioners out there, if you're having a kinesiology session or a bioresonance session, the first thing they're testing is geopathic stress from earth radiation and electromagnetic stress from technology. And when you use a good harmonizer, like geocleanse, phone harmonizers, things like that, after a, a month or two, the electromagnetic imprinting in the body, in the vital organs, actually disappears. And so it, what was happening is that these practitioners were finding with some of their clients that there was no um, electromagnetic, there was, there was no geopathic imprinting in the body from, from the muscle testing or the bioresonance testing. And they started to say, you know, how does that happen? Because it was unusual, and, the, and eventually the practitioners found out. Oh, the customer was using a you know a geocleanse or a mobile phone harmonizer or whatever from me, and so the practitioners started knocking on, on my door, tapping me on the shoulder, going, "Hey, what are you all about? Give me your product to test." And they would all so often jump online buy product, even before contacting me. They do their own testing and then they come back and go, wow, that's fantastic. Never seen anything work like that. Where in Germany is it made? It's like, no. Maybe I, maybe I bloke in Melbourne. They go, no. <laughs> Australia, making us proud. <laughs> exactly. So that, you know, word spreads quickly. Good, you know, good news spreads quickly. Yeah. Practitioners talk to each other. They go to they're all, they're all go to the little conventions and things like that. And, you know, the subject of EMF always comes up when they're having their lunch or whatever. And one will say to the other, oh, here, you know, here's, here's this guy's name or here's a product I use or there's a website. Then I started, started getting inquiries from, you know, the Middle East, getting inquiries from Asia, Hong Kong, um, North America especially, UK, English are just um, so EMF aware, more aware than Australians. It's just, just not funny. Especially, English are especially aware of the ghosty stuff, the bioplasmic radiation stuff, because they're, they're living in the old, very, very, very old cities with lots of stuff's gone down over the centuries or you know, thousands of years. Mm. And they, they're, they're seeing, seeing and feeling what's going on everywhere. So they, they were really quick to, to jump on board and go, hey, if, if something's working for something that, we don't we know is there but we don't know what it is and let us have it yeah well it's such a great product and you know as you said you're the only one that is actually picking up the um 
what did you call it? The all the ghosty stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the bioplasmic. Yeah, the yeah, bioplasmic. Like, you're the only people that are doing that. So, yeah. you know, it's easy to sell something like that if you're the only person that is selling it. Well, yeah, it's what's really important is it is the knowledge base, the building biology knowledge base. Um Without being rude, we've we've realised this year that a lot of our competitors around the world wouldn't know radiation if it hit them on the head. It's, <laughs> it's unfortunately the radiation harmoniser industry has become an industry, and it's full of marketers rather than experts. It's, mm. I, I, it's a tragedy that that you know every every industry goes through things like that. Um, um, but you know things like five G, for example. And you know, there are some people who won't even mention the word 5G in fear of being censored. And I, I don't like the censorship that's going on, but some of the things I, get, I read on the internet about what some people are saying about 5G, I just shake my head and think these people have got no idea what they're talking about. And they claim to be scientists or this and that. What is your take you know, on electronic it? engineers. Sorry? So, what is your take on it? Because there's just so many discussions, debates, arguments, oh, sometimes it, of just it's no, a, it's people a, that it's a, have no idea what they're talking about. It's a can of worms. It, basically, there are, there are two types of 5G. There's 5G that goes into the 4G phone towers, and then there's a 5G that goes into the LED streetlights. Mm. The one in the phone towers, which is producing the millimetre wave that everyone says is going to kill us all, but it's not. It's actually harmless. A mobile phone tower is only harmful to 50 metres all the way around it. But if you put that phone tower on a building, the whole building's engulfed in radiation charge. And that, that radiation field that's harmful around the tower actually comes up out of the ground. It's a geoelectric current. Because if you look at a mobile phone tower, you look at those big black cables going up to the magnetrons, it's a lot of electricity being used. And they're ground into the earth, into the ground, and sends a geoelectric charge out to about 50 metres. The panels are sending out the radio frequency wave, but you, you, know, you can't get close enough to a panel. Like you need to be within, I think it's 10 metres of the panel to be affected by it. So they're, they're way up there. That's just a, a harmless way of going through the air. The, that, so, that, so I call the 5G in the towers quite safe. And I've done all the testing around it. And I bought my 5G phone last year and I absolutely love it although it's a Samsung, um, I love it because when you want to use it for mobile data, it's lightning fast. It's like a, com a comparison between dial-up and ADSL when it first came. Remember yeah. that? Um, the dangerous 5G is the 5G in the streetlights because every streetlight has a, a, um, a, a microcell antenna, antenna in it. And that sends a geoelectric charge through the ground, which goes through in a whole suburb. So the whole suburb gets engulfed in this form of earth radiation coming out of the ground, which is induced by the power supply and the technology in the in the um, the streetlights. But it's an interesting one in Australia. Uh, back in early 2019, we went to Canberra to sub. Uh, a suburb called Dixon that had the 5G in the streetlights. We went there to do our own testing before we said anything about 5G on our website. I wanted to make sure I knew what, knew what I was talking about because it was all hearsay. Mm. And we got to Canberra and we saw the little streetlights everywhere and they're all turned on and we, we read the energy and we took an, an independent kinesiologist and we did kinesiology testing on, on Leanne, who was my fiancé at the time, and I did biotensor testing with her 
with 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 our products inside a building where in the five G zone. So we got we got to experience it. If you know what I mean? Yeah. But and the assumption was that the five G was going to be rolled out all over Australia just like that. LED streetlights, absolutely everywhere, and that's the way it was going to go. But in reality, what's actually happened is that the streetlight rollout hasn't really gone ahead like we thought it was going to go ahead. The towers have gone ahead to get the 5G mobile data and home broadband um, coverage as much as they possibly can. Um, but the streetlights was a dangerous thing, but it doesn't seem to be, they don't, don't seem to be, be pursuing it. Like in Melbourne, we have no streetlight 5G, although down on the Mornington Peninsula where we live, the Shire there installed 5G LED streetlights uh, two to three years ago. So and when you ask the Shire, time. you ask the Shire, that, do I have any intention of turning them on? It was, it's no. They just wanted to change the streetlights to a, because they needed upgrading to something that was more, less of a greenhouse gas producer. And all they can, all they can buy is this LED streetlight that has the, the microcell antenna facility already going with it. Mm. I even asked Optus and Telstra, like, what's your plan for the peninsula? Because it's full of, it's ready to go for 5G. It's like, no, no plans whatsoever. Mm. So that's, that's a good thing in a way. Um, there's a third aspect of 5G, which has only just come online last week, and that is it. Had, well, everyone knows that Elon Musk has been putting all those satellites into space for 5G. And I've heard some crazies around the world going, oh, we're going to be bathed in a rainbow of radiation from all these satellites. And it's like, no, it doesn't, doesn't work like that. Um, it's for satellite internet connections, and satellite interconnect, interconnect, internet connection is nothing new. Mm. It's been around for uh, quite a few years. We almost got it ourselves at our factory in Somerville because uh, we couldn't get good NBN. And before I, I rang Aussie Broadband, who actually worked really well, <laughs> I almost signed up for a $300 a month plan for a, a satellite internet link. So what all Elon, Elon Musk is doing is capitalising on, on the fact that it can be done. Mm. And, and it's not cheap. It's about seven or $800 to set it up, and then you've got a fee every month. Yeah. But that's just a satellite dish on the roof, which is communicating with the satellite. It's not sending radiation out everywhere. everywhere. Mm. But as time goes by, there's going to be more and more fear-mongering stuff saying, oh, Elon Musk's turned on his, um, his satellite um, internet capability. We're all, all, all going to get beamed from... From space, you know, it's not going to work like that. Because um, I think it's northern New South Wales and uh, northern Victoria and, and country, uh, and southern New South Wales, I think now can use the Elon Musk satellite internet service. It's, it's now available. It's, they're starting to get up and running. But the fourth aspect of 5G, if you want to call it that, is a, is a fear created. And the fear is the worst thing that, that, that's happened because for example, my favourite saying is fear of radiation will cause more stress in the body than radiation ever will. And there are a lot of people who who have read some of this fear-mongering stuff on the internet about 5G and they've taken it on, like you, on board like you wouldn't believe and they're making themselves sick with the fear of the 5G. The same thing happened in, in Victoria about six, eight years ago when they introduced the smart meters. We had these... Crazies running around going, no matter where you go in your house with a smart meter, the radiation read by a radio frequency meter, which actually doesn't read 
harmful fields that just reads waves, the radiation is going to kill you no matter, where you go, no matter where you go in your house. So you had all these people in absolute fear of getting a smart meter and their fear and their anxiety that they created was creating a, an emotional pain body charge, which became bioplasmic radiation. So their fear was creating big bioplasmic imprints throughout their house. That's and it was totally unfounded. That's very You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally unfounded. And there are like a lot of, I find a lot of women who are not in great health are the ones who who are the, the big, big, big fearers. They'll, like, they'll read something and they'll really take it on board and they, they, they don't know how to cope with it. And, then some, and that's why it's sometimes good where I come along and I sort of, Put a pin in that bubble and diffuse it all. So just calm down and relax. It's not going to not going to kill you. It's just going to drain your energy by because radiation has a positive charge and meridian system works on a negative ch- charge frequency. So the when you're immersed in a radiation field that has a, a positive charge, the meridian energy is depleted because it's working against a negative charge. Mm. So it depletes the energy to your organs. That's how that's how it works. So harmonize it, um, balances the positive with negative so that the meridian energy fed the right amount of energy. Yeah. But these women who are in all this fear, that their health is not great either. And I, I find that a lot. Um, a lot of them who are fear, in fear um, are also electro-hypersensitive. So they're, 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 um, they, they are made uncomfortable and feel symptoms symptoms and sensations in their body like headaches or they feel nauseous or all sorts of things from being in radiation fields mm. and they're only like that because they've got viruses I, I, I did a webinar for myself only a couple of weeks ago about electro hypersensitivity and there's one virus that goes around that makes a lot of that affects a lot of women and men but women are a different animal to men you're you're more sensitive in general and more aware um we're all just dumb blokes but um a lot of women, um, a lot of people have the Epstein-Barr virus and everyone's talking about this other virus out there. And Epstein, Epstein-Barr virus is something you can have and totally have not have any knowledge of it. You'll go through your whole life. I don't say this in a derogatory way, but whinging and complaining about this and that and not feeling good every day. My energy is up and down, up and down all the time. I can't go there because I feel this. I can't do that because I feel that. Chances are, if you're someone like that, you've got Epstein-Barr virus, which makes you very electro-hypersensitive. Yeah. Wow, that's really a big eye-opener. And I'm glad that yeah, I, I got your, your take on 5G as well. So the, the 5G in the actual streetlights is the only one that we really should be concerned about, right? Exactly. Our, you know, our houses are on all the power lines in the ground as well, which would yeah. be emitting the yeah, radiation. Exactly. Yeah, and we could fix that with the geocleanser of Stellodyne, and we've yes. done that and proven that on you know, time and time and time again. The, U- the UK has got a lot of um, uh, streetlight um, 5G too, mm. and we've, we've checked a number of properties in the UK with Google Earth where, where, they're, where they're using geocleansers and Stellodomes, and it actually pushes the charge away from the house up to about 70 metres all the way around. That's fantastic. See, it's just it's just proof. I do actually want to chat about some of your products now, if that's okay. Yeah, okay. I know that we're probably, it's already about 45 minutes into the interview, but if you've got time. <laughs> yeah, why not? But, fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of your products then. As you know, I've got six of your products. I've got, yeah. actually got them here so people can have a look. That's the Geo Cleanse, guys. Yeah, yeah. And we've got the Stellar Dome. 
I've got my like my Stella pendant, and I've also got the car harmonizer, yep. and I've also got the mobile phone harmonizer as well, as well as the rejuvenation blanket that my mum is borrowing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and for our audience, you know, when I got them, I immediately noticed a difference. You know, I was sleeping a lot better was was the really big thing, mm. and I was also just a lot more calmer. You know, I wasn't just high on adrenaline all the time and you know I've got to get places and all this plus you know I feel protected every day so I'd love to talk about some of them <laughs> actually yep. in detail but you know for one you know your geo cleanse and your stellar dome are like you know number one products really aren't they they're the ones that everyone probably should buy first how do they kind of work together to help protect our home to is it better they're, that we buy both, both of them at the same time? Or? They both do the same thing, but one has an extra benefit. Um, so take the GeoCleanse. It's, you know, it looks like a, a block. Some people go, oh, it's just a block of plastic and it's nothing. Yeah, it does That's look like that, eh? <laughs> that is actually a um, frequency-infused um, man-made crystal in a sense. It's, it's my intellectual property, how it's made, and, and another thing. So if you, the the yeah, if you hold the geo if you hold the geo you notice if you can feel a nice tingling, nice energy in your hand. Yeah, you're feeling the frequency. It's like a crystal. So the geoclins, the block produces a negative charge. When you plug that into the PowerPoint, the wiring takes on that frequency. So any radiation field from any appliance in the house then has a negative charge rather than a positive charge. Mm. Very simple. The, every house in Australia has an earth pin. That Go, go is ground earth sent grounded into the ground, and so the geoclins, which also has an earth pin, energizes the earth wire. So when it goes into the ground, it sends a negatively charged geoelectric current through the ground to the boundaries of the property. Or sometimes it can do, do two properties. And some people say, How does it know how to do it to a boundary? Well, something that I discovered is that. If, for example, if you go to a substation that might be an electrical substation that might, might cover the size of two housing blocks, for example, there's lots of equipment in there. So there's lots of radiation and it creates a geoelectric charge of a positive charge, which is what you don't want, to only to the boundaries of the substation property. It sometimes might go to the boundaries of the houses set one back around the sides or back in front or whatever. But geoelectric currents only go to boundaries. It's it's a phenomenon. That's something I've I've I've, I've experienced and researched and and discussed and discovered. And that's how it, it knows only to go to the boundary because geoelectric currents only go to boundaries. The Stellar Dome does everything the same. Everything that the GeoCleanse does. Mm. But uh, there's a radiation issue that a lot of people have in their houses, and they don't know they have it and most building biologists don't even know about this, is that a lot of properties have mould in the roof cavity. And it gets there because we've all got exhaust fans in our bathrooms. Every time we jump in the shower, the fan goes on, all the steam gets sucked up into the, into the roof cavity. It doesn't escape. So it's moisture. It condenses. It, it eventually grows mould. And mould is a, a real toxic substance. It has a positive charge. Like petrol, for example, has a positive charge. For, yeah, I never uh, thought about those two. An analogy, yeah. So if you've got mould in the roof cavity, the shape of the roof cavity and the mould projects a radiation charge down into the living space. 
and the stellar dome with the, with the dome shape sends a radiance upwards and outwards and it neutralises that charge coming down. Wow. I know, I've never so, thought about the mole. That's true. <laughs> no, moulding building biology is a, a really, really big thing. Um, but I'm not a mould expert. I understand the aspect of the mould and the roof cavity. If someone wants a mould expert, I'll say go see the mould experts, go and talk to them. I don't want to take business away from them. This, by not, by trying this, to yeah, we'll make, protect us yeah. from it. Yeah, but that, you know, there, there are other mould issues, but that mould in the roof cavity thing, you don't have to remove the mould in the roof cavity. You just use a stellodone to neutralise the charge coming down. Apparently the building codes have changed now that if you do have an exhaust fan, fan in a new house, it's in a bathroom, it's got to be ducted into the atmosphere above so it can't get out. Yeah. And you can get mould also from um, roof cavity from leaky roofs and old houses and things like that. Yeah, because the other bathrooms beauty... have windows, but, you know, for example, both of my bathrooms don't. They, you just turn the exhaust fan on, but they don't have windows for even no, exactly. to escape. Yep. Yeah. And the other beauty of the, of the Stellar Dome is that when you go out, you just put it in your handbag or in your pocket, mm. and every building you walk into, it neutralises the whole building of charge. And yeah, it's, something I love it's about just it. Some... It's portable. <laughs> yeah, it's portable. It's, it's not just saying it. It's, it's actually something that we've experienced and experienced and tested and tested and gone, how, how good is that? Do you know what I mean? The geoclings I developed that, as I said, for my consultancy work in 2004, the Dome was um, produced in, I, I developed that in 2019, I think it was, early 2019. Wow. Um, big, big, big uh, a lot of years there. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember we went, uh, Leanne and I flew to Sydney to do Mind Body Spirit, and we stayed at Darling Square Novotel. Yeah. And usually, what we do is the first thing we do, especially get, get to a motel like that, not nothing against Novotel or anything like that, but you know, a motel, is plug in a geoclins and go, oh, thank God for that. Yes. Um, same. <laughs> and we got there and we didn't plug the geoclins in. And I just pulled the Stellodome out of Leanne's handbag because she had it in the handbag while we were travelling and I just threw it on the floor and this is a 10, 11-storey building, something like that. She went out to get supplies. I sat downstairs in the bar and had a drink and I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, I can feel that still at home working down here and we were on the eighth floor. So I put my Carlton draft aside and pulled out my phone and with Google Earth and read the whole end of the building from a different aspect with Google Earth and, ah, oh, the Stellar Dome's doing the whole building. A geoclins would do the whole building too. The Stellar Dome is having the same effect. So it's I one have of those a question because, things- you know, I, I moved out on my own at the beginning of this year and I'm in an, in an apartment now. So yep. is the geoclins cleansing like literally the whole apartment building yep. or just kind of, as you said, like the 70 metres, you know, probably? No, it's doing the whole building because you're... Your electrical switchboard, your circuit, feeds in with every other circuit into a main switchboard. So the, the charge, the negative charge, goes through the wiring from your power point where the geocleanser is plugged in to the main switchboard, then back out through all to the rest of the apartments in the building so there. You're wiring. welcome, neighbours. I'm protecting them all. <laughs> so everyone gets a, I've actually been asked by people in the past, can I make the geocleanser so it doesn't affect the other neighbours? only the one apartment, but you can't do that because um, if you are in an apartment building, you've got people above you and below you, and if you've got only your own little space clear, you can get projections coming in from the other people and the other 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 things going on. So by doing the whole whole building, 
the further away from you you push the positive charge, so to speak, the better off everyone you are going to be. Plus, it's it's nice to just give a, a little bit to all the neighbours too. It sounds a bit selfish if you just want to keep it for yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's a funny one. Like at the Mind Body Spirit shows, when we first started doing them, and, you know, I always have a jerk when it's plugged in, had all these people come in saying, what's, what, what's going on with this place? Like, why is the energy so different? Because every time I used to come to the expos, this is visitors, before we started going, they they were they were they felt uncomfortable being there because of the bioplasmic from all the people in there, mm. um, and they didn't like the energy in there, and they wouldn't stay for a long time. They go, but these these were people standing there going, "Why am I still here? Why am I feeling so good? And what's changed? You know, they're looking for what it is. It's because we have the yeah. jerkins plugged in all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know what you mean though. As soon as you walk in, you're like, "Wow, I feel like." I'm come home or something, you know, it's a whole different atmosphere, even when you're yep. surrounded by heaps and heaps of people. Yep. And those buildings, those ex- exhibition buildings, when we're not doing, they're doing expos, they have all sorts of other conventions and expos and they're always full of people all the time. But when we get there to set up, like we'll be setting up on Wednesday in ICC in Sydney, when we get there, the energy there is just terrible. Mm. And in the past, before the Stellar Dome, you, you, you you're, you're scrambling to grab that geoclings to plug it in just to, to diffuse it all. Now we, when we walk in, it's usually Neanne and I, we go to set up. She's got a stellar dome and a handbag. We don't even think about it because as soon as she's walking in the building, it's changed energy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure with the heaps of events that are held there all the time, like pretty much nearly every single weekend, yeah, it would just be all that energy would still be there. And then on top of that, you've got things like... um the geoelectric current that goes through the ground, which is induced through the ground when we have very high solar winds. Mm. And that, that the whole planet becomes engulfed in radiation. Or, hey, Mercury's, Mercury's in retrograde right now, went in, went in the other day, I think. Um, when Mercury's in retrograde, or like the Mars retrograde last year, the Earth's radiation coming out of the ground ends up three to six metres above the ground. That's three times, four times worse than 5G <laughs> in the streetlight zones. So everyone, if you use 5G as a benchmark and everyone thinks 5G is the worst, well, there's something up there, much mm-hmm. worse. When you've got that going on, every building's engulfed in charge. And when we had Mars retrograde last year, the, the Earth radiation coming out of the ground caused by the current going through the ground caused by Mercury, Mars being in retrograde went 15 metres above the ground. I've never seen anything like hey, that. Wow. Man. <laughs> and that's I- something that... The, those things, are, those are things that the geoclins and the stellodome do neutralise and there's nothing else that, that does neutralise them mm. because no one has that knowledge base. I'm already starting to get copied around the world. There's a couple of armchair experts out there who, who've got big profiles and think they're EMF experts who are stealing or they've been watching my um, webinars and stealing my, 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 my um, terminology. You can make it free to, for anyone to use. And they're running around making them sound really good when it's actually come from me. Well, it's not a nice thing, but I always say it's like the biggest compliment when someone copies it you. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, at least they, at least if they steal it and use that information, they, they, they're able to pass um, some good information on out there, if you know yeah, what I mean. Spread the word because a little I found, bit more. Because <laughs> I found one recently trying to say that um, Elon Musk's turned on his um, satellites and everyone in Europe and America is getting sick. It was nothing to do with that. And then the guy went on to say, I've been watching the solar winds. 
and there was nothing going on to actually uh, suggest that that was the cause. Mm. I'm thinking you've been watching my webinars. Copying but me. <laughs> we, but what, what, what hasn't been taken, he didn't take into account was that um, when you have some really like Mercury and retrograde is an astrological thing, when you have some other not so nice astrological things going on, that can also, also affect the energy of the planet too and cause that mm. charge to go through the ground. Yeah. So like it's good to have a, an astrologer at hand. I've got a, a client who's a wholesaler in Queensland, Julie, she's an astrologer, and I'm often on the phone to Julie going, what's going on? Because it's pretty shit out there at the moment. <laughs> I can feel it. Like, well. <laughs> yeah, and then she tells you. <laughs> That's great. you got her probably on speed dial. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's okay, so well, that explains what's going on. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Did you know Rave It Up Now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind-the-scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know you. Do you love the world of entertainment? And do you love writing? Well, you could be perfect to join Rave It Up. We are currently looking for talented new writers to write for our website, raveituptv.com. You must speak fluent English and be passionate about everything entertainment, from celebrities to movies and music. If you're interested, please email us at info at raveituptv.com. So these um, Stella pendants that, you know, we're wearing around our neck, are they kind of like a mini version of the Stella dome yeah. or are they more to like protect like our aura? Or... No, like um, this is the current Stella pendant, uh, which is a yo pendant. Yep. Um, if you walk into a building, it's going to greatly reduce the charge it's going to have an effect up to about eight meters around you it's a hard one to really quantify because we've tested the stellar pendants and got amazing results like really good results but you can't really advertise or say that because people are just not going to believe you and you didn't think you have you know the skeptics crawling all over you and people saying how can you prove that it's like oh whatever you know mm-hmm. um but it's good protection when you're out and about or you can take the stellar dome in the bag that's even better yeah um you know, the, the, the pendants have, have traditionally been something I've been making from the very, very beginning, and they've evolved over time. Like we did, did have a range of coloured pendants where you'd colour match the pendant to the person. So, for example, if, if their weakness was thyroid, it would be blue. If it was heart, it would be white or pink. If it was digestive system, it would be orange. If it was liver, it was green. If it was spleen, it would be purple. It was like that. Mm. And it got, it got a little bit haphazard. Because of COVID and being locked down last year, we did some research around the Stella and developed that and then started our, our testing and went, wow, all the colour ones can go in the bin. No yeah. one, no more people ringing going, oh, do I need a green one or a purple one? You know, all my yeah, colour choices, you know. Yeah. Because even you've got the bracelets now too, which I know that, you know, they're, they actually have crystals in them as well. Yeah. yeah there's d- different ways of skinning the cat, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Like different ways to protect yourself. Yep. And still um, make it look Anna, good with your outfit. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, the Anaband, for example, yeah. um, they've been really, really popular, although when we first released them, it was after the power balance debacle 10 or 12 years ago, which was a, a silicon wristband had a little metallic disc in it. 
mm. which was supposed to give you more strength and um, there was a bit of dodgy kinesiology going on with the testing and they, they got into a lot of trouble. So when I produced the Enervan, it was like, oh, yeah, it was just like the power balance. No. And the reason I produced the Enervan was on request by health practitioners who were really, really worried about their clients buying the power balance because it became a bit of a trend. They wanted me to develop something along similar lines that they could recommend to their clients so the client's got something that's not going to harm harm mm. because the power balance ended up, ended up being harmful. Although those who chased them down and persecuted them had no knowledge of, of, of that whatsoever. It was more, more of a witch hunt of anything. Um, but, yeah, it's just diff- different ways of doing it. Like even like um, we've got a new GeoCleanse we call GeoCleanse Gold. It's actually white. And that was developed because we had people saying, I don't like the green GeoCleanse in the PowerPoint, disturbing the look of my decor oh type my of thing. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> I, I thought about it. I thought, you're probably right. Um, and it was actually earlier from our marketing company we deal with who, who was sort of also behind that, and she had a really good point. And if you look at our website and all the photography and the layout, it's all done by her, and she's got an amazing eye for photography. And when and she's in her mid thirties too. I'm fifty seven, so I'm a bit of a bit of an old bloke, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and I'm happy to do the green. And she was like, no, 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 you'll do the white, and looks 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 amazing. Even yeah, with I the just thought it was kind of connecting with the Stellarome because Stellarome's green too. I, yeah. just, I thought you were just going with what you did. <laughs> this is Stellarome from the green. We did a, an orange one last year, a gold one, which was only going to be a limited edition for our twentieth anniversary. But that was so popular, we kept it going. Then we did a Christmas one, which was um, layered green and red that looked really funky. It looked really good. Oh, cool. And then we did a, a, a Valentine's Day that never happened in Victoria due to lockdown Ruby Stellarome, which was going to only give you limited edition, but people love that, so we kept that going. And just with Mother's Day, we did this baby pink Stellarome that looks amazing. It's quite incredible. And that was only going to be limited edition, but, you know, especially the practitioners around the world going, oh, no, we, we want more. Keep it going. Keep stay it going. with the demand. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a funny one. I, I tried to eliminate colour ranges with the pendants, for example, and before the Stellarone came along, it was called Space Clearing Dome. It was a much different animal, and they were all in different colours, and it was such a nightmare keeping up with, you know, you want blue, you want green, you want orange, you want red, like, you know. Yeah, can yeah. I just make one? Yeah, exactly. So I, I streamlined it, and then all of a sudden, um, Jack, my <laughs> yeah, my Jack, my factory guy has come on and he's made a, a Christmas Stellarome just as an experiment. I'm going, oh no, we're going to have to sell this. And then he made a, a ruby one one day. Going, what do you think of that? You know, mm. so it's quite funny. <laughs> well, the last product I do want to talk about is this car EMR harmonizer. Yep. Is this protecting us from the EMRs around the car as well as the ones inside the car? Because I didn't actually even think about the fact that there is it's in, radiation in the car. coming off the car as well. There's a lot, lot going on with the car. You've got the um, this, the metal skin of the car, the shell of the car. Um, when you're moving along, the skin pr- friction creates positive charge. There's another name for it. I think I probably use the wrong term there, but you get a positive charge. Mm. As I said, the petrol petrol has a positive charge. So when we were kids, when we were sitting in the back seat, if we got car sick, car sick, it was because we were virtually sitting the closest to anyone else to the petrol tank, which is either under, under us or directly behind us, and it radiates the field through the, the car. The exhaust pipe is a resonant cavity. Carbon monoxide has a positive charge. Mm. 
so that the, being the, a, a pipe being a resonant cavity and creates a radiation charge from the exhaust pipe, people don't understand that. Then you've got the kinetic energy from on the engine that creates positive charge. Then you've got the electronics that's creating a positive charge. And then um, yeah, they're, they're all the things that are going on in cars. So no wonder a lot of people get car sick. And the car harmonizer, again, was one thing that I developed for myself, not to, as a marketing thing. Mm. And the first one plugged into a, a, a cigarette lighter. Back in those days, we didn't have, you know, 15, 18 years ago, we didn't have USB sticks in cars. And so it's developed for me because I, if I was driving around doing a lot of driving, I'd get home, I'd be so fatigued and I'd go to get out of the car and be as stiff as anything. Yeah. So I developed the car harmonizer and there were probably three versions to, until we got it right many years ago. So that I, when I was driving around when I get home, could you know bounce out of the car, not sort of get out of the car feeling like an old man. Yeah. Well, I think for it as well. It's made a difference. Yeah. Yeah, because there is a lot going on in the car, and if if you're if you're sensitive to energy, you're going to get bombarded by it. But if you're the driver, you're not perceiving the energy because you're focusing when you're driving. You're not sitting there going, "Oh, how does the energy feel?" Yeah, you're, exactly. you're distracted from that. It's yeah. the passengers are sitting there going, "Oh, yeah, I feel really sick," <laughs> <laughs> and they just think it's just from the motion or something, you know. But yeah, well, it used to be funny. Um, um, years ago, before I developed Stellodome, you know, we, we'd go interstate to do an expo and we'd jump in a taxi and be in the back seat of the taxi. And you could just feel what's going on. And be like, oh boy, you know, and you really feel for the taxi drivers. Um, do it every day. So, and we couldn't, couldn't say to the driver, can you plug this in? They look at you strange. Like, what, what are you, who are you? So, with the Stellodome in the handbag, well, the yeah, Amber have it in the handbag. Mm. You're sitting there going, oh, this is really good. Not a problem. And don't have to ask him to plug in anything. (laughs) (laughs) So the last thing I do want to speak to you about today is I actually hear multiple stories about women and even men having infertility issues or having babies with defects or health conditions and that were like conceived near power lines or a power plant or even phone towers. And I know that we spoke about a little bit about phone towers and everything today. My friend actually has that real story. You know, she's had three kids, but two out of her three kids were all conceived in a house near like a power plant. What is your take on that? It's a really interesting one. Um, There are some women out there who've been able to conceive and what it's called their child, Jared. Because radiation in a house can affect fertility because you need to be in a, a very special, healthy space and place to create the energy to create a baby. Right. Yeah. And what people don't realise is that, first of all, we're not, none of us are living in new houses. Some of us are. Um, we're all living in someone else's house or with someone else's house, which is someone else's house, if you know what I mean. Mm. And in our bedrooms... We don't, the houses aren't what they were, uh, say, 40, 50, 60 years ago, where you had a huge bedroom. I put the bed over there or put it over there. Mm. Nowadays, there's, there's no choice. It's there and only there, which means that the previous occupants' beds would have been there. And you get bioplasmic radiation fields uh, uh, generated above the bed from the previous occupants. Because if they've got emotional stuff and physical stuff going on, they're lying there. Uh, seven, eight, nine hours a night with all this stuff going through the head with their body just 
with this toxic fuel, which becomes an imprint, imprint above the bed. Mm. And if you're wanting to get pregnant, and if you're um, in, if, if there's if there are some issues going on which are affecting the um, the nervous system and affecting the, the the organs involved for getting the reproductive organs for getting pregnant. So the organs are not operating at the op, 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 optimum energy level. They're not going to be able to function properly in some way because of the radiation charge. So if you remove that radiation charge, everything starts to, to free up and, and work better because the right amount of round right amount of energy is being supplied. Mm. And as I said. There are women out there who wanted to call their, their babies after me because they have they were they, had their, they were the ones who were being affected by the radiation. Some of them have been looking under every stone around. They've been looking for every reason why, scratching their heads, got no idea. And eventually, they've, they've come across me and said, "Well, we'll give this a try, whether it works or not." And all of a sudden, it happens. Oh, it's not guaranteed either. Yeah, you can't, it's a, not a a given, but it, it can be uh, radiation can affect fertility for sure. Yeah, well, I thought I'd bring it up today because it's something you know some people might not know about, and it's something to think about if they are having any infertility issues. Well, well, well take me for example. When I first got married in 1988, everyone had water beds and radiation. <laughs> I beds. My parents the had worst, a water bed. <laughs> the worst thing ever, and. My wife at the time, Amanda, and I were trying to conceive our first child and we just couldn't. And eventually we did. And we didn't think about the waterbed. But I look back, you know, now Michaela, she's 31, I think. Um, I look back to 31 years ago, 32 years ago, and think, oh, the waterbed, that was the problem. Never would have thought a waterbed would be the issue. Well, with the, the problem Problem with the waterbed is you've got that heating panel underneath, which is ah. which is electrical circuit in there, and that frequency from that, the positive charge, is taken up by the water. The water amplifies it, so you're, you're just lying, literally sleeping on radiation. <laughs> you are, yeah, you're sleeping on this big bladder that there's that's radiating this positive charge. Mm. Like we talk about um, uh, what do you call them? Electric blankets being a big radiation issue and thankfully a lot of these these days a lot of people have woken up to you know you shouldn't even bother with them yeah um i haven't used an electric blanket since i was probably about 13 years old um because we knew how bad they were i actually have a funny story about electric blanket when i was about 10 years old um i my mother used to say to me put your put your electric blanket on three before you go to bed and turn it down to one when you get into bed, and I was a naughty little boy one cold night and left it on three, I remember the next morning I got out of bed and I staggered into the lounge room and collapsed on the couch. That's because I'd slept on the, with the electric blanket on three, the heat and that amount of electricity going through me. And expecting sympathy as a 10-year-old, all I got from my mother was, no, 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 I checked your bed, you left your electric blanket on three all night, bad luck, you're going to school. <laughs> I keep telling you to put it down to one. That's your fault. <laughs> well, you learnt from then. <laughs> well, well we talk about earthing, earthing products and earthing mats. Yeah, sleeping on an earthing mat on your bed is like sleeping with an electric blank, electric blanket because wow. the the charge, the positive charge from the earth wire, 
so when you plug into a PowerPoint to the Earth pin, that's how you're using earthing, um, earthing that. That earth wire throughout the rest of the whole house is is made that is part of the electrical system, which is all three wires bound into into one cable. If you know what I mean. Mm. So the earth wire is actually carrying a positive charge. So the that the earthing mat has a positive charge. Yeah, so it's very harmful if you're sleeping with it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've got to say thank you so much for coming on our show today, Jared. I've I've learned so much, and I hope everyone else has as well. No, it's a pleasure. If you want me back again, I'm I'm fine. I could talk till the cows come home. Oh, or am I getting in practice for this next weekend in um next weekend in, in Sydney for Mind Body Spirit? Well, I can't wait to see you talk and to meet you in person. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, come along. Get your just get your tickets early. Yeah, it's going to be interesting as far as the um you know the the attendance goes. Hopefully, it's going to be a great attendance. But we'll see what happens. Either way, it would be a great event and I look forward to seeing you talk. But I have learned so much and I really appreciate all this time that you've given us. <laughs> I really appreciate no, it. No, it's a pleasure, not a problem. And thank you for your great products and sharing them with the world. I hope more people buy them today too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.